Technology is evolving, teams are sprinting, excitement is building, features are launching, and nobody notices. Which is why the Chad and Cheese cooked up Feature-rama, a brand new competition which pits four companies against one another, but only one can win and emerge with the badass belt of technology. Contestants will receive two minutes to pitch their new feature, and the remaining 13 minutes will be spent with rapid-fire Q&A. This Chad and Cheese Feature-rama episode features Andy Katz, COO of Next. That's Next with two X's, kids. Chad and Cheese came equipped with questions, bourbon and snark. Luckily, Camino Cindy Sanye was available to step in and inject some brains into this judging panel. Enjoy while Andy Katz pitches Next's newest feature. Hide your kids. Lock the doors. You're listening to HR's most dangerous podcast. Chad Sowash and Joel Cheeseman are here to punch the recruiting industry right where it hurts. Complete with breaking news, brash opinion, and loads of snark. Buckle up, boys and girls. It's time for the Chad and Cheese Podcast. Woo! Recording live. Got to wait for him to come back. Yeah, let's uh, wait for the technology to catch up. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Now, Andy. From next. Go! All right. Thanks for inviting me. Next is a recruitment media company with employment solutions catering to the next generation of hiring. For companies and agencies, Next is a full-service recruitment marketing platform providing a method of sourcing the best people from a broad talent pool. And for professional and job seekers, Next is an employment solution powering more than 50 niche career sites, making finding the perfect job easier. Next combines predictive technology with multi-channel, multi-channel marketing to a diversified talent network of more than 75 million candidates on focused career sites, allowing recruiters and hiring managers to build custom campaigns and efficiently fulfill their hiring needs. So in other words, what does that mean? It really means that Next plays in eight different buckets of advertising, everything from talent communities to text messaging to email marketing to our job alerts to uh, Uh, retargeting campaigns to branding campaigns, everything that will put our employers' opportunities in front of our job seekers anywhere the job seekers want and any way that the employers want to advertise them. So it's really the whole ecosystem of Next put together that really makes us a powerful platform. And, um, you know, in a nutshell, that's really what Next is. And your new feature. Yeah, the new feature. Okay. (laughs) The new feature, which we really want to talk about today, are talent communities. And what a talent community is from an employer standpoint is really the opposite of an applicant tracking system. Applicant tracking systems are where job seekers go to apply for a job and they go in through the process. Talent communities are becoming more and more popular with probably about 30 different providers out there that really they sell the employer's software and technology and they keep candidates warm. So they're not applying for a job that day but they go onto their site or they're directed specifically to the talent community not to apply for a job, but to say, hey, I'm interested in this company. I'm interested in hearing what you have to offer and keep me in mind. And then what the technology does is it sends the job seeker information about the company as new information comes available. Thank you, Andy. 
That's your two minutes. Okay, Cindy, you're first. Way Knock to keep it, it tight. Yeah, right? Seriously. Andy, you know I love you, right? I do, Cindy, but go ahead. Why is talent community, how is that different from what you've been doing? Uh, nobody in the industry right now driving traffic or job seekers directly into talent communities. Right now, it's all applying for a job. And with the way the economy is today, and with 40 million, 30 to 40 million, depending on what you read, people unemployed, there aren't jobs for everybody. So what this will do is go into the these job seekers, enter into the talent community, the employers, and they are now kept as warm leads. So while talent communities have been around for probably half a dozen years at this point, uh, nobody from the job board or um, lead generation type space is driving people directly into these talent communities alone. They usually get there by going to a career site or they get there by going to a corporate site and then just happen to stumble upon the talent communities. So now more than ever, it's important for companies to start uh, building up these databases of talent communities, and that's where we come in. We don't provide the software. We don't provide the service. What we provide is the, um, the job seekers being able to join those talent communities. So you're just driving traffic to uh, directly into what employers are calling a talent community. Correct. So into their ATS. Not their ATS. Two separate databases. So ATSs make a job seeker an applicant. A talent community does not make them an applicant, but keeps them as a warm lead for future opportunities. Okay. Does, so a, does a candidate know they're not applying to the job? They're actually oh, ab just absolutely. And we actually did a survey um, to our audience of about 100,000 people. We got about 4,000 responses. And we asked them, you know, what do you think about talent communities? Are you familiar with talent communities? And 72% of the job seekers that we polled said, yes, they were absolutely interested in joining the talent community, especially if there are no jobs available that meet their needs, and even if they are. So this way, they don't always have to come back to the employer to get more information or see new jobs posted. The employers are directly reaching back out to them through their email campaigns and whatever strategy they utilize through their providers on their end. Okay. Andy, thank you. Who, who's this for? Is this just for big enterprise companies that get thousands, tens of thousands of applicants? Or if I'm a 50 person or under company, should I be looking at talent communities as well? So I'm going to flip that on you, Joel, and say if you bought a talent community, this is the product for you. So from a company standpoint, you have to decide do I want to have a talent community? Am I big enough to have a talent community? Do I want to keep people warm? and engaged over time until I'm ready to hire them. If they purchase the talent community, this is the perfect opportunity for them to populate that database. If they do not have a talent community, obviously, common sense, this isn't the right product for them. But, but you know, again, you're not, gonna hire, you're not gonna have a talent community if you're looking to hire 20 people a year. You don't need to keep people warm and interested. You need to do this when you're doing not just high volume recruiting, but any volume of substance, you know, I would say, you know, again, it's how the talent community providers pitch their technology. But, you know, if you're hiring less than probably 100 people a year, you probably don't have a talent community and you definitely do not need our service to keep, you know, driving leads into it. So my fear is this would this would look like a lot of work to a company. Um, and I'm curious how do you keep the community engaged? Is it like a LinkedIn or Facebook thing where there's right. a feed and people are sharing stuff and talking to each other? Or right. is it more like we're going to send you job alerts once a, once a month and we'll, we'll publish some, some uh, articles from around the web? Like exactly how high 
uh, how manual uh, is a company going to have to be to keep this thing going and, and vibrant? So good news is that's not our forte. We're not sending them information. We're not keeping them engaged after they join. That is on the talent community provider, that whoever's delivering that software, and the internal marketing or HR department or HR marketing within that organization. What, what we do at Next is we just drive qualified leads or job seekers that have not found a position into those talent communities. So maybe the best way to explain this is how do we get them in there? So when a job seeker joins Next for the first time, they go through a registration process. We collect information, their name, their email, their discipline, their location, and a couple of other data points. Based on those data points, the company that has the, the, the employer that has the talent community could say, okay, we're looking for 10,000 drivers or 10,000 customer service people or 200 customer service people in just this one area. So we have the ability to target our audience by specific functions, locations, salary levels, and only show this offer to join that company's talent community if it meets their needs. So we're not- gotcha. Company X's um, talent community and make it aware to all of our job seekers because it might not be appropriate for a nurse, it might not be appropriate for a network engineer, but it might be appropriate for an accountant. So they get to dice the audience any way they want. So, and I'm sorry, Chad's biting at the chomping at the bit, but it, right. so if I if I'm an applicant, I could end up in quite a few different talent mm -hmm. communities based on who I am. Oh, absolutely. And what I do. You're, Okay. If you're just going to say I'm a customer service person and I can work anywhere in the country, you know, you might see 10 different talent communities that you can join at one time. And then right. from there, okay. through our APIs, we send the job seeker into the talent community. And that's where we step out and the, and the software takes over. Gotcha. So, so Andy, I mean, any any CRM or talent community that's worth a shit can do any type of job distribution in the first place. And for the most part, these organizations are being used as a cosmetic layer because the ATS and the experience sucks there, right? So it's not the application process, although they are sucking jobs into that cosmetic layer so that they can do all of the job distribution piece, right? And, and many of those, the smash flies or what have you, they're all doing those job distribution pieces. So if they're doing that already, what, I mean, why, why would they need this product? Right. So the smash flies that you just mentioned, the, you know, the, the talent, the pure talent communities, they are not sending out jobs. Doing is sending out jobs, you know, through a, a job distribution tool. And that's having the job seeker come back and apply for the job. Most of them now say, after you apply through the job through the ATS application, would you like to join our talent community? So they are getting job seekers to, at the end of that process, to join the talent community if they wish to opt in. But what they're missing are all the job seekers that come to a site or to your you know, a career site, and they don't see a job at that time. But really big and bold on their screen, even sometimes more prominent than the uh, search for a job is join our talent community because right. that's how their database that's going to be sending out these information, these job alerts, um, news of what's going on in the industry. ATSs, as we know, are you know the black hole of applications. Most recruiters do not go back into the uh, ATS every time a new job's open and search. So, and the ATSs are not good CRM tools. That's where the talent communities come in. So here's the question, though, and I get that. But here's the question. One of the things that we need to do better in our industry is they've probably acquired those candidates four or five times already and they're already in their database. And 
are we are we really focused on trying to go external all the time or should companies be focusing on the money that they've already spent in their internal database to try to drive better matching and better nurturing from that right so th that is absolutely you know recruiting 101 you spent a ton of money in the past um, obtaining these users acquiring them you should always look there first but Again, you know, can you help them with that, though? I mean, because you guys have great tech. Can you help them with that uh, nurturing process or even getting them out of the ATS into their talent community? We can help them get out of the ATS into the talent community. But again, we're very strict with, you know, our own job seekers and they have to opt into each one specifically. So for the most part, if you're joining an ATS, unless there's a button on that application at the end, say, I also wish to receive further information from company XYZ, they mm -hmm. didn't up into the talent community and then you are breaching you know spam cam laws you know with um right. people into receiving emails from you about the weather in you know seattle washington this week they they're not asking for that they were asking to apply specifically for a job so right. talent communities again is a crm tool which is you know a candidate relationship marketing tool and ats is definitely not a crm tool. there is no relationship it's i'm applying for a job are you interested? If we're interested, we're going to reach back out to you. If not, you're pretty much going into that black hole. Cindy? So this is kind of like a reverse database search because you have the database and you're well, sending it to... We have the database. So there, there's, two, there's two nuances to this. As I explained, the first way is when a job seeker joins next, we're going to give them the opportunity to opt into a talent community provider. So now the job seeker comes to next, they might not have done their, they didn't They do their job search first to say, here's the return of 20 results that match you. They're initially saying, I want to hear from this company. So I'm joining that and they're going to be reaching back and forth and having that relationship. So it, yes, it's our database, but they don't have access like to an unlimited amount of our database. You have to opt into that employer. So they'll see these all on the initial um, registration of next. And then what we plan on doing is sending, you know, we're not sure how often yet, anywhere from a monthly to a every other month uh, email out to our job seekers saying, hey, these employers wanna hear from you. Here's 10 talent communities, here's five, whatever it is that, um, you know, that wanna hear from you, would you like to opt into this? And then they can opt in. How do you charge for this? So we charge per lead. And there'll be a sliding Elite. scale. Okay. Yes. So there'll be a sliding scale on based on volume. Uh, Cindy stole my pricing question. Uh, oh, I, I asked a lot one. of questions at the at the beginning. If you have one, Chad, go for yes. it. Yes. How big is the database again? Well, our database is currently somewhere between 75 and 80 million that we can reach out to. But if you really want to say, you know, everybody can promote, oh, you have 75 million users. Yeah, we know they're not active users. If you said to us on a given uh on any given day, we have somewhere around five to seven, five to six, really call it million active job seekers that are still within, you know, what we call our window of opportunity, which is depending on discipline, somewhere between 90 and 120 days. You have a pretty powerful text messaging platform that you guys have been having opt-ins for like a decade. Right. Are you pushing out alerts to them to join communities via mobile? Not yet. It, this is, again, this is a new product that we just launched. Uh, we had two clients trial it, um, just wanted to get everything going. Everything worked perfect. Um, and now we're really, this is, again, the chat and cheese. Where's the best place to go to launch a new product? We're there. So, 
So is so to answer your question, text messaging is not out of the realm, but it's not the first. You know, we're very careful as an organization on how we use our text messaging. Uh, you know, text okay. messaging is one of the people opt out very quickly if it's not really directed towards them. So we're yeah. very, I'm gonna even call it stingy on who we text message and how. Tell me about the uh, predictive analytics. How are they used? Be more specific. Which predictive analytics? In doesn't matter. Time is up. <laughs> oh, damn it! Yeah, you lucky bastards. Good job. Good job, Andy. It doesn't apply. Next with two X's. Two X's, baby. Two X's. Don't get that third X. I'll be kicked off the stage. No triple X, baby. No triple X on this show. All right. Look for more episodes of Featurama. This Chat and Cheese podcast series devoted to breaking through the noise and highlighting new recruitment tech and platform features. Subscribe on Apple, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts so you don't miss a single episode. For more, visit chadcheese.com. You've got questions, we've got answers. Business leadership, ownership, and sales can be challenging. Tune into the Accelerate Your Business Growth podcast to learn from the world's experts. Join me, your host, Diane Helbig, as I chat with people who have expertise in various areas of business. You'll enjoy the lively conversations that are focused on providing you with the ideas, tips, and suggestions you need to realize greater success. Get what you need for your business when you need it from the people who have the answers. Accelerate Your Business Growth is part of the Evergreen Podcast Network and is available on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you listen to your favorite podcast.